Have you ever thought of a career in cake decorating? Baking is truly the ultimate side hustle, and it can easily turn into a very profitable full-time business. I've been asked so many times to teach a basics class, and I've considered it, but I thought, if I'm going to do this, I want to do it right, and I want to make sure that my students have all the tools that they need in order to get started in this industry. So I thought, how can I do this? How can I help? And I developed a five-day baking and cake decorating bootcamp. In this five-day bootcamp, my goal is to transform you from hobby baker or even a dreaming baker into a cake designer. We will spend the first day baking from scratch, mixing buttercream, making simple syrup, leveling your cake, making sure that you have the proper techniques in order to bake a delicious cake. We will also spend another day making fondant from scratch. I know, right? From scratch, not store-bought. And we're going to make it in different colors too. Each recipe used in the class is going to be yours to take home. And I'm going to add some bonus recipes too. You will decorate a one-tier buttercream cake. And you will stack and decorate a two-tier fondant cake. You'll learn proper structuring and how to achieve those coveted sharp edges. Another day is dedicated to making fondant figures. So we will also create other edible elements and decorations, including some with Rice Krispie Treats, and we're going to use those for our final project. In between all this jam-packed learning, we will discuss the business of baking. And on the final day, we're going to spend hours on how I, how I keep my schedule organized and efficient. We're going to discuss cake tastings. We're going to talk about pricing. I know nobody wants to talk about that, but we will. We're going to talk about menu options, and we'll definitely have time for Q&A. So those questions you've always been wanting to know, feel free to ask them that day. Every single part of this five-day class is 100% hands-on. There's going to be no demonstration of anything for you to just watch to learn. Absolutely not. You're going to pay to put your hands to work, and you're going to get them dirty. All supplies will be provided along with refreshments for all five days. Each one of my students is going to take home written instructions, my very own recipe book, two fully decorated cakes, and best of all, a new career and a clear path to opportunities as a cake designer. I've spent years mastering the craft of being a cake designer, and I strive to teach others to reach new skills and confidence. You no longer have to wait months to learn the basics. You will feel confident enough to start making a profit from the comfort of your home. I will only be accepting for students and the reason why i want to do this is for personalized attention to each student if you're interested visit my website orlandocakeacademy.com to reserve your spot now is the time to start let this year be your year of new adventures and possibilities You're listening to Baking a Boss, a podcast for the modern Latina cake designer. I didn't always dream of having my own business as a cake designer, but when my son was diagnosed with autism, I left my job to be a full-time mom and housewife. But being the independent Latina that I am, I needed more. So I discovered a passion for cake decorating, business, and marketing strategies. I was able to turn a hobby into a six-figure income working from home, and now it is my mission to help Latinas like you turn their hobby into a profitable business from the comfort of your home. Join me as we discuss topics common in our community and listen as I bring you a new perspective on life, 
business, money mindsets, and what it takes as a Latina woman to be successful in an extremely saturated industry. All of this with a sweet side of azúcar. Let's get started. It's allergy season and my family has been hit so hard. First it was my boys, they got so sick during spring break. And then my husband was out of commission for about five days, you guys. He never complains, but he didn't even go to work for about three days. I mean, he was really, really sick. And then there's me, of course, and I got the worst of it. This week took me completely out. Um, I was totally sick and I had a debilitating migraine. Um, this migraine literally took me out all week long. I was bedridden. Anytime that I got up, my head was just pounding. And so I felt so bad because um, I committed myself to making this podcast and for it to air every single Monday morning. Um, but I just, there was just no way around it. I just couldn't make it happen. Um, but uh, even though this podcast is about four days late it's better late than never so you'll get one today and god willing you'll get one on monday um so i do have work this week i have work for my business i have cake orders that i have to fulfill quite a few actually and i have three deliveries for saturday um but fortunately for me i can work at a quick pace and i'm not completely behind on my work for this weekend and thankfully This week, um, there are pickups only for Friday and Saturday, which doesn't happen often because I usually have pickups every day, Tuesday through, through, Tuesday through Saturday. Um, and it just kind of worked out like that this week. And it's funny because things always do work out like that in some way. Um, and my body needed rest, so I was able to do that, thankfully. I had all my supplies, so I didn't have to go out shopping for anything, and um, the only thing that I did needed was the high ratio shortening and confectioner sugar, and I was able to Instacart that from Restaurant Depot, thank God. I did pay a lot more <laughs> than I would have uh, paid if I had to pick it up, but you pay for convenience, right? Um, and I knew that I just, my body couldn't handle um going out shopping and carrying the 50 pounds of the sugar and the shortening. Um, and I needed to save all my energy for the orders for this weekend, right? So even though I have quite a bit of work, I'm confident that I'll be okay. But I am working at a very slow pace, you guys. This migraine really took, I mean, I, I don't think I've ever experienced a migraine like this before. Like I was at the verge of tears um and the only reason why i didn't cry was because i knew that if i cried my sinuses was gonna get more clogged up and it was just gonna worsen my migraine so i really try to keep myself calm and zen and um thankfully my husband and my children were so amazing during this whole time um and they really helped me out a lot so We're back in it. I'm not 100% yet, um, but I do feel a lot better. I don't have the migraine anymore. I just have like the after effects of it. Um, and yesterday I was able to bake all my cakes. Today I'm recording the podcast and I am going to be publishing it and then working on making buttercream for my my orders for this week. Um, 
And so I actually have been able to continue the admin work um, from my bed. Um, and I always keep going back and forth. Should I get um, an, an Apple desktop and just keep it at my desk so that I don't, you know, so that I commit myself to only working from my desk versus working from every single corner of the house um, so that I can focus on working in my office. I feel productive when I work in my office. But then at the same time, I have like experiences like I just did. And I'm like, maybe I should just keep my MacBook with me because I can work in my bed if I needed to. And it just kind of confirmed that, you know what, let me just keep my MacBook for now. Um, and it was just just the little things that make a difference, right? Um, you know, you don't always have to go. It would look really cute to have the pink one, but you don't have to always do what's trending and you don't always have to have what you see on Instagram or on social media, the cute offices and whatnot. Like you have to keep it practical and what works for you. And I know that what works for me is definitely um, having simplicity and um, my MacBook came in handy this week I was able to keep my um, keep up with my admin work and still send contracts and send quotes and communicate with my customers and whatnot um I did have a few questions um throughout the week from different followers and one of the questions I felt like was a very good topic so that's what we're going to be talking about today um and this person she sent me a message and she said, hey, um, I have a client that is requesting photos of the process as I am decorating her cake. And she said that she's never had that experience before and she didn't know how to address it. Um, clearly, she didn't want to share the photos and she's totally in her right not to share process photos. And she asked me, how would you handle a situation like that? So I've had um, clients like this before. There's two types of clients, okay? There's um, the clients that completely trust you and they completely trust your creativity and your artistic abilities. Um, and they give you creative freedom. Um, these clients hire you because they have number one, senior work, and number two, um, have heard or have received or read recommendations of your work. Um, so they know that when they order from you, they're going to get the kind of cake that they want. Um, so those are the best type of clients, the ones that completely trust you. Um, and then there's the micromanagers, okay? So the micromanagers um, are the kind of clients that are very controlling, um, and it's just by nature. They're very controlling by nature. They're, it's hard, and it's difficult for them to trust, um, especially if they have not worked with you before. Um, they fear that the final outcome is not going to be what they want. So they think that they have a right because they paid you. They have a right to ask for progress photos and videos um, so that they can tell you, right, what to do as you're doing what is your job to do. Um, so how do you address this type of client? Um, you have to keep it 
I want to say you have to keep it professional at all times. It is very important that you remain calm and that you choose your words wisely. Um, and that you don't go off. <laughs> Basically, um, I understand how frustrating this can be. However, we have to keep ourselves um, neutral, right? And see from their perspective, like where they're coming from and try to reason with them. However, it is our job to also educate um, our clients. A lot of people, either it's the first time ordering a custom cake or they just don't know, they lack. And it's ignorance, but not ignorance like they're dumb. It's ignorance because ignorance is the lack of knowledge. So they don't know. Um, we know and we are knowledgeable of what we're doing. So we will have to explain to them the process. Um, it's important that what you're going to respond to them also reflects um, a policy that you have in writing. If your policy is not visible for your clients to see, if they don't have a copy of that, and then you come out and you tell them something different, they're going to say, well, that's not anywhere in your policy. So you have to make sure that you have documentation that backs up your response, right? So my response to a client like this would be somewhere along the lines, I don't provide photos while I'm working on the process. I prefer for my clients to be surprised when they come see their cake. However, I am confident that you're going to love the final result. Thank you so much for your understanding. And I will leave it at that. If the client persists on photos and they say, no, I really want you to send me photos because I want to make sure that you're doing it the way that I want it to be done. Um, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. This is a big red flag. And the reason why this is a big red flag is because this is a client that will be hard to please, okay? Um, this client is going to be nitpicking at what you do. And you don't want that type of client. If you've already taken the deposit, and this is something that, I've, um, that I did talk to about the person that inquired with this question, <laughs> Um, the follower that asked the question. If you're already feeling anxious about this order, if you're nervous and you feel like you're not going to execute it the way that you normally would, and you're just feeling like you're unable to, I would completely cancel this order and I would return the deposit. If the order already has been paid in full, I would cancel and I would refund um, the entire money paid minus the, so the money that you've invested in whatever supplies. So if you've already baked the cake or if you've already purchased um, certain items for the decoration of the cake, then I would subtract the total of the money invested from the total of what you charged. And I will cancel the order and I will refund immediately. I wouldn't allow 
certain amount of business days to pass by, I would just go ahead and refund immediately because this person is going to need to find a baker last minute. I don't feel bad for doing this. I've done this many times on many occasions with large amounts. The reason why I've done this is because if you have a client like this, that even before you start your order, they're already asking for progress photos and asking you how's it going with the cake. And this person um, is kind of not just stressing you out, but making you feel nervous about it. I guarantee you that after you have delivered this cake or they have received their order, this person is going to find a fault and they're going to find a reason why they didn't like the cake and they're going to make your life miserable after the fact. And not only would they have then gotten a cake, but they would have actually pushed you into giving them back a refund. So this is just going to be one of those situations where you really have to trust that inner voice. I say that it's the Holy Spirit because I'm a very strong believer um, in the Trinity. And I strongly, strongly believe that the Holy Spirit is like a little bell inside of you and will let you know there's a red flag here. And if there is even an ounce of you that feels uncomfortable moving forward with this order, abort mission right away. And don't feel bad about um, refunding or about canceling the order. You are at your complete right to do this. Um, you also have to make sure that you have this in your contract. You have to make sure that your contract says that you are, um, you have the right to cancel the order at any given time under any circumstance that does not allow you for, um, to work in your creativity. Um, client relationships are, can be difficult and some clients can be very difficult. And I feel like for me, um, working in this industry is, is very hard. Okay. Um, there are expectations, um, and the cake is one of the main, um, I guess, main events. Everybody looks forward to the cake at any party. Everybody wants to go see the cake. If it's a wedding after the bride, it's the cake. So this is a complete reflection of you. And it's not only the cake that your client sees, but it's the cake that everybody that attends their celebration is going to see. And if you are working under pressure because of your client and there's like no chemistry, I believe strongly in chemistry between my client and myself. And if I just don't click with my client, um, then I know that it's not going to come from a place of love. I'm not saying that like, I love all my clients. Like I love them. Like I love my family. It's not like that, but I do love what I do. And I do put all my passion into every single cake that I do. And I talk to my clients and I envision them when I am working and, oh, they mentioned that they really like this and they like that. And when they tell me, um, I trust you 
and I trust everything that you do, that just puts me in a whole different level. And it really allows me to go the extra mile for my client. But when I have a client that is asking me for a sketch, which is okay. Some clients ask me for sketches and I, I always decline. I never provide sketches of what I'm going to do. I always explain to them that the reason why I don't provide sketches is because I never truly know what I'm going to do with their order until I am in the moment and I am actually decorating. Um, I don't like to just be tied down to a box. Um, I don't like to be put in like, I don't like limitations. I don't want to feel like as I'm working and I get an idea of, oh, wow, this would look really amazing on this cake. I don't like to feel restricted um, and feel like I can't release my creativity into this order um, because I've, I already submitted a sketch. So I let my clients know I completely take into consideration and it's more, more important than anything to take into consideration all the elements of the inspiration photos that they provide. So they provide at least one photo. I ask for three min, um, max, uh, minimum one at least one, but up to three photos. And I would love it when they tell me, I specifically like the color of this one and I specifically like the pattern of this one and the texture of that one. And I like this element and that element. And I take those things that they really like and I definitely incorporate those into the cake, but then the final result is something completely different. Um, and it's unique to them and to their event. And my clients love that and they appreciate that. I don't like to replicate my cakes even. Um, and I'm talking about the custom cakes. I'm not talking about like the generic cakes, you know, like the heart cakes that are trending right now or like any of the signature cakes that I have on my online shop. Those are definitely always the same. I'm talking about custom because custom is custom. Custom means that it's one of a kind. It means that it fits only that party. It's kind of like when you get a couture dress or when you go get fitted for a suit, if there's any... Um, guys listening to my podcast if you go get fitted for a suit that suit is custom to you to your body type to your measurements there are no two of you you are you and so that suit would not fit someone else that's why it's custom so the cake if you're charging for custom pricing the cake is also going to have to be custom and i wouldn't pride myself in um, creating replicas of somebody else's work because that no longer qualifies this as a custom uh, work. It's just basically a replica, right? So when my clients are, they put their complete trust in me, I'm able to fulfill that and go above and beyond. But when I have a client that is not sure and they let me know, they're like, okay, but how are you going to do this? Um, and can you send me photos and videos while you're working on it? Um, no, I cannot. I explain to them the whole process. I refer back to my policy. I let them know that I just cannot work under these circumstances. And most of the time they say, okay, I understand. I'll see you on Saturday. And they end up loving it. But if there's a client that is persistent, then that is a big red flag for me. 
I'm going to explain to you. I have two situations currently. One situation um, is a client that she has not worked with me ever, and she needs a groom's cake for next month. Um, and she's asking about, well, how are you going to do this? And what tools are you going to be using? Um, and what is your process of decorating? Like, walk me through the entire process. And I'm like, um, no. <laughs> I'm like, do you want me to give you a one-on-one -on -one class, like a cake class? Because that's exactly what you're asking me for right now. And I and I told her plain and simple, I didn't like the way that she asked me either. Um, she was kind of be, belittling me and I didn't appreciate that. And um, you're paying, because for me, it's like you're paying me to do a service, but I am not your employee. <laughs> And I think that's where people get it wrong. They think that because they hired you or they're paying you for something that they own you in some kind of way and they don't. And you have to make that very, very clear um, with the way that you conduct yourself and the way that you conduct your business. It's always business. I rarely talk to my clients sweetly in a way of saying, unless I know them for a long time, um, there are exceptions to this rule. But for the most part, I keep it professional. I never say, hey, love, hey, boo, hey, darling, like none of that. It's always hello, kindly, thank you. Um, very professional at all times, because I don't want there to be any room for some kind of... Um, kind of like putting my guard down a little bit that they think that they can just sneak up in there and have their way because I have policies and I have a specific way of working. Um, and so I have to keep it professional at all times. But with this client, um, I was very stern and I let her know, if you don't trust me, and she said, it's hard for me to trust because I've never worked with you before. And I told her, if there's any part of you that does not trust what, I've, what I'm doing, and it's also because it's a cake that I've never done before, okay? Um, and I haven't. And I was very honest with her, and I told her, listen, I've never done this before, but I am confident in my work that I know that I can execute this order. Um, but she didn't trust that and she wanted me to send her reference photos. And I said, I don't have reference photos. And this was after she had already paid for her deposit. And so I told her, listen, I understand that this is a very important event for you. And I would hate to not be able to execute it the way that you want it to be executed. I am confident in my work and I am confident that I'll be able to execute this cake the way that it needs to be done. Um, However, it's important for me to have your trust. And if there's a part of you that just cannot, I would be happy to provide, to give you back your refund, to give you back your deposit um, and cancel this order. And I would even help you find someone else or recommend you three other bakers in my area that might be able to accommodate your request. And then she said, oh, no, no, I don't want to do that because I didn't find anybody else that could do this. Anybody else that I've asked has said that they, they cannot. And I said, okay, well, I'm telling you that I can, but you need to trust me. And she said, okay, I'm going to trust you. 
and let's just move forward and let's just forget about this and so i was like okay let's do this so i took charge of that situation and she lowered her guard and now i have her trust so now i'm able to work freely and next month when i execute the cake it's going to be super cute and i can't wait for that order um and i feel in a good space mentally where i'm able to create a really great cake for her right um another situation that i'm having is that i have another client that her order is for may the end of may and she texts me earlier this which i don't respond to text messages by the way um so i i'm not responding to that one the only time that i use text messaging and i've mentioned this before is to confirm orders um and pri aside from that i don't respond to message to text messages um, but she did text message and I read it, but I am ignoring it. And she asked, how's everything going with the order? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm thinking for May 20th, like your supplies are still at the store. I'm sorry. It's kind of like, it's very sarcastic, but it's so funny. Cause it's like, um, I'm not even thinking about May 20th right now. I am thinking about this weekend and the fact that I, you know, I have six orders that I need to fulfill between Friday and Saturday. I have a podcast that I need to record and I have a million other things that I need to do. Um, I'm not thinking about May right now. Um, we're not even in April yet. <laughs> so um, that's my response. But obviously, I'm not going to respond to her that way. I am going to ignore the message because, again, I have a no texting policy unless it's for confirming the orders. Um, so if she does call me or if she does... Um, email me asking the same question I'm gonna tell her um, you know I'm sorry but I'm not even thinking about your order right now because I am concerned about the orders that I have coming forth once we reach once we reach the time that is closer for me to fulfill your order I will confirm um, and other than that like there is nothing and here's the thing I feel like for some people um, it's the it's the trust factor um, because unfortunately there have been people in the industry that will take their money and not fulfill their order. Like people just ghost. And for me, it's so embarrassing. Um, I know specifically of one lady in the central Florida area that she has quite a few um, small claims court um lawsuits against her right now because she literally has been taking people's money and never showing up with their order you guys this is so so bad and um just don't ghost on people if you forget an order just be honest about that and say listen i am so sorry but i i forgot your order um if you've already spent the money which you shouldn't be spending the money as soon as you get it like wait and put it towards like in a savings account and then after you have delivered the cake then um use the money don't think that that money is completely yours like you haven't even fulfilled this cake and so many things can happen right um just tell them listen i don't have the money right now please give me seven days and i will give you a full refund um like or find a way to give them a refund right away but don't ghost people if you forget an order also you need to, if you're forgetting orders, you need to really consider how you're doing your business and find a better way um, to keep yourself organized, okay? I've forgotten orders in the past 
and it's never been fun. I had a I had situations at one point where I would send the orders to print from my printer uh, from my inside of my house to the to my office. Um, and my printer is Bluetooth and this, but this was like years ago and, um, my printer was not really printing the orders. So when I go grab the orders from the printer, I didn't realize that there were orders missing and I wouldn't double check with what I have in my agenda. Um, and then clients would come to pick up their order and I'm like, oh my God, this person paid and I don't have a cake for them. Like that happened to me like three times in a row and forget it. It was like the worst month of my life. And I said, I can't do this anymore. I need to figure out a better system. And now I check, I double check, I triple check every single day. I wake up sometimes in the middle of the night with anxiety, checking, making sure that I have all my orders. But every at least every single morning, I had the habit of going back and checking um, to make sure that I don't have any pickups for that day and what I have going on for that week. Um, so yeah, if you're forgetting or you're, you just have to really organize yourself. Um, so coming from seeing things in that, in that perspective where clients have been burned, I cannot say that it doesn't happen. It has happened. But if you have been in that situation where you have forgotten an order, have some integrity and actually talk to your client and apologize profusely and do what you need to do because put yourself in their position. Like it's not a good position to be in, honestly. Um, so and also make sure that you have your clients understand like sometimes it's it's a big trust issue and it's also because you're lacking that communication okay i've learned this also the hard way um and i really try to keep as open and communicative with my clients as possible i have a way of doing things and i let them know like if they already placed an order and i said thank you so much i will reach out to you a couple of days before your order. If your order is for later in the week, I will be reaching out to you by Tuesday. Um, Tuesdays is my confirmation days. Now, this week, Tuesday, I was completely out of commission, you guys. I, I didn't even want to look at the phone um, because of my migraine and everything. So I have not confirmed my orders yet. But I did put a message out there on Instagram. And I said, you know, that I've been sick, but I will be... Um, responding to everybody by the end of the week so today i'm going to be confirming all my orders if you tell your if you keep communication open your client is going to trust you if you um tell your client oh i'll reach out to you on tuesday and it's thursday and you have they have not heard from you they're going to start freaking out and they're going to wonder do i even have a cake like even if you have a contract even if you have a payment they still want that assurance that security especially when it's a big event there's like a lot of stress that goes on and you know this if you have planned parties even for your own family it can be very stressful and our job is to make sure that they feel confident in you that they're not micromanaging you they trust you but you also have to put your best foot forward and you have to keep the communication open um just set some time aside in your week and make that day, that specific day and time, your confirmation uh, date and time, right? Um, so from that perspective, I totally get it. But then there's the other client that we were talking about earlier that they're just very type A, they're very controlling very much. 
they have to have things done their certain way. Um, you have to really just put a stop to it and you have to be firm with it. Um, be firm with your responses. Don't flake out. Don't feel nervous. Don't ask, um, is that okay? Just, or say, I hope you understand. You don't say, I hope you understand, or is that okay? You say, thank you for your understanding. That closes it. That closes the seal. Um, if they tell you, hey, I have not heard from you um, with your confirmations or whatever, you say, you know, um, like if I have a client, for instance, I've been sick, right? If I have a client, which I haven't had, but if I have a client tell me, hey, I haven't had any confirmation from you, I will say, um, hey, thanks so much, or hello, thank you for reaching out to me. Um, I have been sick, but everything is on track. Your order is ready. It's going to be ready for pickup on Saturday at 10 a.m. And then I give them the pickup instructions and say, and I say, thank you so much for being patient with me. Have a, a, a great day or something like that. Um, but I would say, thank you so much for being patient with me. Um, people appreciate the thank you for being patient. Even if they haven't been patient, you're just going to have to say thank you for, <laughs> for being patient. It kind of just is the way that you respond to them that keeps you in control and keeps you in authority. Remember that this is still your business and you still have to be in control of it. Um, and these things come with time. Like a lot of people tell me, you know, I know that you're so strict in your business and I love how you conduct your business and how do you do it? And you guys, it has not been without difficulty. I'm still learning. And as I learn and I see what works for me, then I share it with the world and I say, hey, I've been doing this and this works for me. And so you guys should try it too. But um, I'm, I'm still human. <laughs> I'm not a robot. I have feelings and um, it can be very hard, especially when you get sick and you're vulnerable. And I talk so much about organization and, and things like that. And I am very thankful that um, I have kept myself as organized as I have, because even though I got sick this week, things are still flowing nicely and I don't feel completely um, out of base. Um, organization is such, such a big deal and policies, you really need to have policies updated. Um, and right now, if you don't have a contract and you don't have policies, we're almost in April, like April is on Saturday. Um, what are you waiting for? Like, seriously, what are you waiting for? You have all the tools, you have it on my website, orlandocakeacademy.com. You have all the documentation of what I use. You have to just download it, put your business name on it, make any adjustments as needed, and start using that. That is going to cover you. That's going to save you a lot of time. If you don't know where to start, that's a good way to start. You can um, keep changing and keep adding as time progresses. And in order for you to evolve, and in order for you to grow as a business person, um, you you really have to start doing things differently. And you really have to be willing to learn and willing to start doing things differently. Um, if you keep doing the same thing over and over again, you're going to keep getting the same results. Um, so make sure that you're clear with your clients from the get-go. Don't be afraid to say no. If you need to cancel an order, and provide a refund because you have a difficult client, do it. Um, your mental health comes first and do what you need to do to grow in your business. Um, 
and don't flake seriously don't flake be be organized be truthful to yourself um keep yourself accountable and really provide the best service that you can so i'm gonna leave this right here um and i actually i want to take a quick moment to thank everybody that has reached out to me um on social media and has given me suggestions for the migraines because some of your suggestions actually worked um and i do feel a lot better yesterday i felt a lot better today i feel better than yesterday and i'm thankful for my community i'm thankful for all you guys i'm thankful for your you guys listening to my podcast i'm so happy it's doing so well and um, I actually have a basic cake summer camp coming up. Um, I is gonna it's like an idea that I had, and I planned it out in a matter of ten minutes. It's the craziest thing, and this is a really big testimony. But like in a matter of ten minutes, I was able to completely do an entire outline for a five-day course that I've been dying to do and I thought you know I've done summer camps for kids before why wouldn't I be able to do this for adults um and I said I'm gonna put a price out there and I don't know if it's gonna take but I'll know and if it doesn't take then it doesn't take then it wasn't meant to be um but if it does then it does and I put it out there and in a matter of 24 hours three of the four slots were booked. And I'm just going to say that it's such a big blessing and a confirmation of I am doing what I need to do and I am fulfilling the purpose that God set out for me to fulfill and it's to help others. And of course, I'm going to be monetizing off of it because um, I'm not doing this for free either. I have to make a living. However, um, I'm still able to help others and I always go above what the expectation is. And I'm really, really excited. There is one spot still available um, and you still have time to to book it. So if you're interested in going back to the basics um, and learning how to do business the way that Jabby does business, um, I'll be waiting for you. And the class is going to be in June and it's going to be for five days. So it's going to be a lot of fun and I cannot wait. So anyways, you guys, thank you so much for listening to me, and I'll talk to you next time. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. This helps me reach more Latina listeners like you who also want to grow their cake business. Visit my website, orlandocakeacademy.com, and join my email list for updates, new program announcements, and future classes. You can also find me on Instagram at bakingaboss. Thank you so much for your support. And remember, el cielo es el límite.